Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Phenomenal Disabilities with Trilo. Philanthropic songwriter, four-time Grammy-nominated musician, Tony Manta will be on the show today to promote his newest single, Why Not Me, to raise awareness and acceptance to the autistic community. He'll also be discussing other issues and topics and his inspiration why he wrote the song and additionally, his motivation where he's going with in his career. So stay tuned. Well, hello, hello, hello there. Welcome to Phenomenal Disabilities with Tree Low. And today's guest is Tony Manter. Um, before I start off, uh, handing the baton over to him, I am going to describe myself. I am an African-American woman. I am wearing a multicolor hair wrap and a multicolor uh, jacket with a black shirt. Behind me is Phenomenal Disabilities with neon purple and teal color, light blue. And Tony... Go ahead, take it away. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I'm a producer here in Nashville, Tennessee. Been here for about 30 years, producing, working with people, uh, just developing them, getting them uh, ready for radio, and and hopefully, you know, pushing their career a little bit. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you know, I was listening to your music track, uh, you know, Why Not Me? I was so uh, just... My heart was just so into the, the song. I, I, I listened to a lot of soft ballads, uh, very calming, you know, um, because of my disability. Um, you know, I have a lot of friends who are also autistic as well and from other various disabilities. Um, you know, can you explain about your song to the world and give them a little bit about it, why you wrote the song? And, um, you know, I just would love for the world to really give your fresh perspective. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, well, first, I wish I had written it, but I didn't. A friend of mine did. Okay. Um, back back in 2020, when the pandemic hit, I had um, I had started working on my own personal CD just for just for enjoyment, something to kill time. That way, I could have something to give to my friends, relatives, you know, anybody that wanted it. And uh, Dennis Welch, which is it's as a songwriter, I had recorded a song of his a few years prior to that with a singer that I was producing. And he sent me the song and I heard it and I said, oh, this is just so me. It's uh, very positive, very uplifting. Never give up on your dreams. You know, just something that that I felt was just just so, so good that I had to record it. So. I call him up and I told him, I said, look, I'm not I'm not going to be a star. I'm not going to sell a million records. I just want to take and do this for my own personal CD for fun. So um, I recorded it. And and then uh, my people that I was working with uh, here in New York, Nashville, L.A., over in London, you know, they all wanted to hear what I was doing. So I sent them this song and they said, oh, you've got to release it. And I told him, I said, no, I can't do it because I'm not trying to be an artist again. I'm not trying to go on the road. I'm just doing it for, for enjoyment. And they said, but it's so positive. There's nothing out there like it. So I, um, I decided that, uh, okay, if I'm going to release it, I'm going to try and help someone. And because this was two years ago, almost three now. And I did, um, I did a, a country-ish version of it just for uh, our first responders. And we promoted it and, and it went well and, and all that. And then I kind of figured that was it. And then this lady calls me up and she says, would you consider doing something like that for us? 
And it turned out she's a speech therapist for autistic children. And we talked and I talked with uh, with some different people in, in her area that, that uh, were involved with that. And I decided that if I was going to do it, I needed to make it a more adult contemporary pop, which is actually more my style and kind of the way my CD was going and and do a, a video series rather than just a video to really bring awareness to autism. Um, so we uh, I, I released it uh, about two months ago. The videos got, I don't know, over 170,000 views. Uh, we're getting great response here in the U.S. The U.K., parts of Europe are, are liking it. And it's starting to really build and grow now. Now, you mentioned that you originally, um, you know, uh, the song was for your grandson. Now, is your grandson part of the disability community? Um, uh, no. Um, uh, actually, I did it for, you know, my kids and grandkids. Um, but the the biggest thing I, I wanted to do was just give people this uh, idea through the lyrics that don't give up. You can do it. It doesn't matter when you do it. It just matters that you do it. You know, it doesn't matter if you're 20 years old, 50 years old, it doesn't matter. You know, just keep working for your dreams because because uh, um, we we need to take and have that positivity in this world. And I just felt that it was a good message to bring to, uh, you know, to everybody. But as far as uh, I've got friends of mine that that have kids that are autistic and I've got I've got, uh, you know, um, people that I know that are autistic. And and I just I just felt that that where, where this lady called me up and, and wanted me to do it, I just felt it was a good cause because the one thing that I found uh, in in doing this, in doing the first video, w- is the um, we have a month, April of every year, this Autism Awareness Month, and, and that's great, you know, but the one thing that I found is that most people, they're aware of autism, and most of the people that are aware of it, they kind of accept it. But the, I've, I've changed it and I've added one more word to my slogan that I'm putting out there. And that's understanding. Because I feel that a lot of people do not understand what autism is and how it affects people. And so I think that we need to have a better communication and talking of of, of what, what it is and how it affects people and what we can do to help people. And that way, it might just make make it a little easier for anyone that comes in contact with someone that's autistic, because I found that sometimes people will talk with people and they just don't know what to say. They feel a little uneasy. But if they have more knowledge about it and understanding about it, then hopefully that'll that'll take and lower that barrier where people won't have that that inability to just communicate and make things a little bit better for everybody. I totally agree. You know, I, you know, being part of the community myself, um, you know, uh, although I have different other disabilities, I do, like I mentioned again, I have friends who are artistic and they have different uh, levels of uh, their disability, you know, and I have a friend who's an editor. We work together closely um, with an organization called LCA that works with a lot of people with disabilities and they work very hard at pushing to get a lot of disabled community working, especially uh, a lot of the people within the autistic community, because it's so hard to get them a lot of uh, exposure and work because people don't, um, you know, I don't think there's, you say, 
they're kind of like a little bit uh, hesitant. I'm not right. all, but you know, I honestly, from all the people that I work with, you know, they're amazing. It's all about how you communicate with people at work. It's yes. like any work profession. You know what I mean? Um, That's right. <laughs> you know, can you you know give your input on that? Yeah, I I I one hundred percent believe that you're right there. Um, so many people, they if they don't know about something and they don't understand something, they'll kind of shy away from it, or they'll take and and think less of of a person when when they really don't know. And, and just like you said, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are autistic that are brilliant, brilliant people. You know, they can they can do things that I can't do, that, that other people can't do. I mean, everybody's unique. And, and that's the one thing I think that we need to really realize in this, in this world is that everybody has to deal with something in this world. It does, and it could be autism, it could be a broken leg, or it could be, you know, you know, allergies. I mean, it could be anything. We all have things that we have to deal with. And until we can take and learn that, you know, hey, we're all one world and we all, all have to live together, you know, let's do something so that we can make it easier for communication so that when that communication is there and people start feeling a little more comfortable with everything, then all of a sudden, all those barriers that were there are gone, you know, and if we can just get those barriers gone, then that will, if it just helps one person, then, then it's been successful in my mind. I totally agree. Um, you know, I, I, you know, it's, it's really, really important, you know, on, Honestly, it's just, I think if anything, it takes a lot for a lot of people to really be patient and, yes. you know, embrace, um, you know, and I, I I just honestly hope that more people will start doing this more. If anything, uh, it just seems it's, you know, it's getting there. But it's a little bit of a, you know. It is. It is. I'm. I'm hoping. Um, I've. I'm hoping that that I can take and and um, make spread this word and get communication happening so that it's nice that we have an autism month and and I mean pretty pretty much every month we have something that's that's they that people focus on and that's that's really good that we focus on it but i think we need to focus on it more than just a month i think that if we can focus on it you know daily weekly you know anything that we can do so that we're giving it more attention and and addressing it more often i think that's going to help break down those barriers too i mean that's I told um, one charity that I that uh, that I'm I'm uh, I haven't connected with any charity specific because I want to make this more community based starting out. So I've told a couple of charities that I'm that I'm going to work with in different cities. You know, when I go there, is that is that we need to take and and make every day autism day or every week autism week. You know, so that way that we can keep the word out there and keep people at least not acknowledging that it exists. And then once they acknowledge it and they start maybe doing a little research and understanding, then they'll, again, break that barrier down to where we can all communicate and get along and and, and, and won't have any real issues. I totally agree. You know, I, I you know, actually, I, as you mentioned about charities, um, our, now you mentioned, mentioned locally are you doing a lot of uh global as well uh, uh yes know, uh, 
I'm I'm um I'm actually I actually started out with Nashville because I'm here in Nashville. So so right. if 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 anybody goes to see Why Not Me on YouTube, all they have to do is look at Why Not Me Nashville, and there it is. Right. And I tried to show all the spectrums in in my video. I didn't just show the best or the worst. I tried to show it all. So there are some pictures and some movement, some short video clips in there that people can absolutely see without anything being said or done that these people need help on a daily basis. Then there's other pictures and short clips that you can see they're they're working and learning how to how to evolve and 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 trans make that transition in the workforce. And then I've got a guitar player that's playing in it that's 100% transition into the workforce and and so I tried to show everything and so I started out in Nashville because I'm based here mm-hmm. and I've got uh, several other cities in the in the country that that have uh opened up and and we're going to do a, a similar video uh next year and then I've had some I've had some cities in in the UK in Germany and a couple other down in Australia that might want to do one so yeah I'm trying to take and make this thing a a, a global thing because I've got um I've got a lot of uh, press and and interviews over in the UK and Europe. Um my videos being on is on on XPTV1 um uh, Europe uh and and that covers Europe and and different countries plus the UK. Uh they're they're playing it. Um uh, I've got XPTV2 out of the out of the Canary Islands is playing it every day. Uh I've got several other stations is playing the song. I've done 15 to 20 interviews over there, you know, just spreading the word. So so yeah, my my goal is to make this a global community so that we can all kind of talk and communicate and, and hopefully help each other out around the world. Right, right, right. And the reason why I asked it is that I'm I'm part of a um you know several of uh, global uh, organizations that we do our global conferences um uh, just in Georgia uh you know uh South Africa all over the world so it's just you know and they're they're even discussing about the same topic as well about autism as well and oh, that's I would love to be part of that oh, I would love <laughs> to be able to, uh, have you part of it as well I'll actually uh, include you of uh, you know they're a wonderful team of people and they yeah. would love to embrace you you know open arms um well and, it's about helping people you know yeah. you know, uh, you know it's like it's like so many people um they're they're so busy with their world and their daily life and 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 you know and and we're all get wrapped up into that rat race as they call it but you know now it's time uh i think since the pandemic i think that's let us slow things down a little bit to where we can actually look at other people and see that we, maybe they need some help and and you know so so i i feel that right now is a perfect time to reach out and and embrace helping people any way we can I totally agree. I totally agree. Now, you've been uh working on uh Wine I Me. Mean, are you working in the other songs presently? Um and can you tell the world about that? Well, I just released a uh, uh Winter uh Winter Wonderland, a Christmas song. I put that up on video on YouTube. Um and and then my my goal is 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 to is next year I'm going to hopefully start a podcast and do some video casts around the world and and start building you know building the why not me because I I really feel that that as much as um I could release I mean I've got an album out there now that's got 12 songs on it and why not me is 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 on that um uh, but my my goal is not 
so much pushing all my other music as although even though I want people to hear it and maybe buy the CD and I hope they enjoy it but my goal is to use this platform of music to to hopefully embrace some of these issues that we can deal with and if I can do that by podcasts and interviews like this and 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 just different different video casts and just just do these uh, videos with with other cities around the country and around the world. I'm, I'm hoping that that the Why Not Me platform can can develop into something much larger. You know, and I'm hoping that 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 uh, we can turn it into Why Not Me about the autism for the first three four months of next year. And then I'm hoping I can develop it into you know more of a positive thing to where where we still focus on on autism and 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 that be a, a very big focal point of us but it's also focusing on on just individuals you know it's like what do you need for help you know uh, um the, you know the old the term why not me it's like yeah why not me i should be able to do this you know but you get out get out there and try you know don't don't give up you know so i want to make this a platform of, of hope for people and that's kind of my goals for next year no i know that why not me is not I mean, I know you didn't specifically write just specifically just for one um, uh, disability group. It was just a whole everyone, you know. Um, and I just was curious, like, uh, um, as to you know, per that, you know, was it specifically for for one group, or are are you including for anyone, everyone for that song? Well, <clears throat> initially, um, it was. It, it was Why Not Me Nashville shows the autistic world community here in Nashville. And then we'd show different communities around the country. But the more I'm talking with people, the more I feel that that we can st- I can still focus on helping helping and building the the autism awareness and acceptance understanding. But along with that, I think I can take and help other people, too, because because motivation and goals and 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 working on on never giving up it's not just for autistic people it's for everybody you know so so i i truly believe that this can be an anthem of hope for a lot of people and and we can we can you know kind of focus on on like i started helping the autistic world but also if i can use my my uh my platform to help other people as well i definitely want to do that you know, I mean, when I listened to the song, uh, I, I I felt very warm inside, and I felt yes, you know, uh, you know, coming from a person who's from the sober community, from various disabilities, um, you know, dealing with depression and so forth, and and you know, you hear such a very calming song, a very soothing song, and you, and and I I love, you know, just being able to to go wow. I feel inspired, feel comfortable. I can, you know, you know, you you feel uplifted, you know. Well, and, I appreciate that because that's that was the goal. Yeah. You know, I was hoping that that you know, if if I could hit one, you know, the old the old saying is, if you can hit one listener and and, and change their life a little bit, then it's successful. And because I'm hoping to hit many around the world, you know, so so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping this song can can bring some comfort, can inspire them to do do things, and and. And I, I hope that people look at, at it from a different perspective is is if you look at TV and you listen to all the radio and all the all the Internet stuff, all you see is push on the 15 to 25 year olds, you know, and it's like 
like here in Nashville as a producer, you know, I've had so many people come to me and say, you know, man, I'm 35. Am I too old to, to try and do my music? And I, I say, you crazy. You know, you're only too old if, unless you give up, yeah. you know, uh, just because someone's of a certain age, whether that be 25, 15, 45, 55, whatever the age, whatever that number is, there's a market out there for somebody. You know, they might not be, you know, a they might not ever get to the point of being a household name where they're a superstar because only few people ever get to be superstars, you know, but but if they can go out there and they can make a difference, not only in their life, but others by by their music and and or or whatever they whatever they're doing, whether whether it be music or or a firefighter or policeman or whatever, whatever, you know, uh, you want to pick out there. No one's ever too old if they really believe that they can do it. They just got to get out there and do it and, and start and and not give up. So that's kind of what this whole song is about is doesn't matter when you do it. It only matters that you do it and don't give up on it and keep trying. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I want to ask you, I know you mentioned about influence and so forth. I want to be able to ask you, who is your influence, you know, towards your career and your, your, you know, where you're at today? Well, um, because when I was growing up, I, I listened to, you know, Elvis and the Beatles and, 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 uh, you know, Creedence Clearwater Revival and oh, yeah. the Eagles and yeah. all those, oh, yeah. they were, they were people that, that I listened to that impressed me. Um, and then, uh, when I started recording and, and, in Nashville, I wound up working with uh, Bob Millsap and Gary Paxton. And Bob Millsap was, uh, was he published the song You Needed Me that Ann Murray did. And Gary Paxton was actually the lead singer of the Argyles back in the 50s and 60s, Alley Oop and all those. And Bob was more the businessman and Gary was more the, 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 uh, the, the scientist, you know, the crazy scientist behind the, the, the control board, you know, and so they kind of mentored me and, and showed me different things, and I learned from them. And so they kind of kind of uh, talked me into moving to Nashville and getting in behind the scenes instead of on stage and, and like I was doing. So back in 1993, I had to make a decision. Did I want to stay on the road and perform, or do I want to get down here and get behind the scenes and produce and develop and manage and, and kind of help people that way? So I decided that uh, at that time that, that it was best for me to make that move, you know, because that way um, I could stay in music. I could still work with people in music. I could still, you know, push for the dreams of, of getting people to their, to, you know, uh, what they're aspiring to do. And, and uh, the irony of it is it came back to me out of just, just doing something for the fun of it. So now I work with, with Glenn Campbell's daughter, Debbie. Um, I work with Jackie Wilson's son, Bobby. Um, I'm working with Donnie most of happy days, you know, and I still put them out to radio and, and, and promote them. And, and cause my project came back to me and started out of nowhere. So, so I'm, I'm just truly very, very fortunate to work with those people and work with the people I've worked with and still be able to do what I'm doing. Wow. Well, speaking of Glenn Campbell, I, 
I used to play poker with uh, his son. <laughs> oh, we used to have a poker league and we used to play uh, a, a lot of poker together. It was like a charitable poker game uh, league and stuff. Um, I actually have a friend that um, actually uh, has the original house in, you know, in Aurora Hills of uh, Glenn Campbell's. So they're actually good friends. So it's, oh, wow, that's great. How it's like the we're like we just got connected here. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, um, this this world especially when you get into entertainment, you know, you think of Nashville, New York, LA, you know, you think of all the, all the, all the places that do that, do, you know, Hollywood and all the, all the places that, that do the entertainment and everything. It's really a small knit group when you get down to it. You know I mean? I mean, it's, it's smaller than what people realize. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it, it is. It is. I, um, I, you know, I, I wanted to ask you, you know, how did you get into producing? Well, um, I was a I was a singer songwriter, you know, on in the eighties and nineties, and um, working with Bob and Gary, I, I just would ask them questions why they were producing me a certain way. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? And then one day Bob told me, he says, you know, as an artist that 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 uh, that we've worked with, you're the one that asks the most questions out of anybody we've ever worked with. And I said, uh oh. He goes, no, that's good. He goes. He goes, because that shows that you want to know why and what we're doing. So after working with them for several years, they were getting ready to retire. And that was when he he called me up one day and he says, you know, he goes, Gary and I are getting ready to retire. We're going to be giving it up and moving out. You need to come down here and do what we're doing because you understand music now. You, you understand how we work. You understand a good song. He goes, you need to get yourself off the road where you don't have to take and be be working at two o'clock in the morning and traveling and and uh, you know be home at night. And uh, I had to stop and think about did I want to do that? You know because because I was chasing the dream of being a being a you know singing artist out there radio and and traveling the world and and I had to real and there were some things that I had accomplished and there's things I hadn't accomplished and and it was like do I want to give up that chase? But I decided that, um, you know, this would give me a chance to help others. I would still stay in the music business and I would see if it worked out for me. So I, I decided to make the move and, and I did. And, and uh, uh, in 2005, I turned my production company into an independent record label and I wound up releasing records to radio. And, and I probably had, I don't know, 40, 50 chart records now, you know, uh, in the last 15, 20 years. And, and it's worked out really well. So. So it was a good move. I was fortunate that I did it. Wow, wow, wow. Um, you know, I, I want to ask you, um, what can you, what advice can you give to the world that they can do better? You know, as the population of disabled people is growing at such an alarming rate, it doesn't matter if it's young or old, what can you, your advice can you give them to start doing more? Of? Well, I think the biggest thing is is uh, challenge yourself to be better tomorrow than what you were today. You know, even if that's just one step. Like, like I had a I had a guy that that uh, that got hurt pretty bad, and, and he and he had to basically learn how to walk again. And and his doctor told him one step at a time. You know, you know, just get take that first step. You know, so I think in whether whether. I think there's a lot of people, whether they're disabled or not disabled, it's a mindset, you know, because I know I know people that aren't disabled 
that that uh, aren't that have the they have the capabilities of doing so many great things. And then I know people that have disabilities that are doing way more than what the pe- these other people are because their mindset is that I'm not going to give up on this, and they go after it. So I think that the biggest thing that I could tell anybody is don't be afraid to know your worth. Go out there and challenge yourself. And if you're even just a, a microism better tomorrow than what you were today, or, or micro today than what you was yesterday, you know, if you're improving or just a little bit, find that ray of hope that can keep giving you hope so that you don't give up. Because in this world, as, as you know, you know, it's very easy to give up, you know, because so many people, uh, you know, look at, at people and go, you can't do that. You can't do that. I mean, they're always telling us why we can't do it rather than why we can do it. You know, and whether that's jealousy or, or just the way they've been been brought up or, you know, there's there's so many different reasons as to why people will tell people they can't do it. I mean, hey, when I, before I moved, I, I had people thought thinking I was crazy to make this move to Nashville. What do you think you're doing? You can't do that. Well, if I believed them, I'd be right up there with them. You know, but I didn't. I had I had belief in myself that I felt that I at least needed to try. And then if it didn't work. I could say, okay, you know, it didn't work out the way I wanted to, but that's okay. I tried. So I think that's the biggest thing is for anybody, whether they're disabled or not, is to try. Don't don't be afraid to look at yourself and say, you know, I'm worth something. I can do this and get out there and try. You know, and and you're gonna you're gonna have bumps in the road. I mean, I've had so many bumps in the road that it's like, uh, man, what am I doing? You know. Do I need to change my way? But then I just pick myself up and keep going. And then I see it till till its end. And then when it's then when it's ended, I look at it and say, okay, this was a su- successful project. Now on to the next one. So I think that's the biggest thing is just just don't be afraid to try. I totally agree with everything which you're saying right there. Uh, you know, I, I look at it like this is, uh, you know, you know, honestly, I look at my, you know, as sobriety, you know, the same thing. Look at, you know, you know, there are the bills I go through, uh, you know, anxiety, PTSD. So, right. you know, I look at how I, you know, okay, I made a mistake. Okay. I stutter. So what? Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you made a blooper. So what? Keep going. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, we, uh, we are all imperfect. We all make mistakes, you know, and, and the, the best thing that we can do is when we make a mistake, acknowledge we made that mistake and try not to make it again, you know? So, so you just keep working, you know, and, and, you know, um, I can't remember. Uh, I was talking with somebody and, and I told him, we were talking back and forth about stuff. And, and I told him, I said, you know, the biggest thing that I think that people need to do is they need to take, and realize that they're working on a project and just keep chipping away at it. And each day they'll they'll get a piece of it, they'll get a little bit better, they'll get they'll get closer to the to the finish line of that project. And they may not notice what's going on, but a lot of other people are. You know, and and I always tell them just never give up because you never know who's watching. But you never know who's around that corner that can make that next success. And if you just have little successes, even though to you, 
or you know, it might be little in your mind, but when you collectively put all those little successes together, that creates a body of work that could be pretty impressive. You know, and after a period of time, you sit back and you look at your body of work, you go, whoa, I haven't done so bad after all. So you've got to be able to self-reflect and, and really realize that there is value in what you're doing and just keep plugging away. I totally agree. I want to ask you this question and kind of give me like a, maybe two sentences. Can you tell me um, uh, what disability isn't to you? What is that again now? Can you tell me, uh, tell the world what disability isn't to you? Um, well, to me, this, uh, I know people that I think are disabled that aren't disabled because they don't have a mindset to, to look at themselves and see their, their self-worth and their value. So I think that, that uh, people are, are only disabled if they allow themselves in their mind to be that because there are so many people out there that, that, are, that have challenges in life that find a way to make value and do things that contribute to the world. So I think that, uh, that, that the biggest disability is the ability for somebody to go out there and try and make themselves better and do something that, that can be of value. And then they see what their value is. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, can you tell the world where they can find your work online? Sure, they can find me on all the social media, uh, Facebook and all those, Tony Mantor. Uh, they can find me at TonyMantor.com. They can go to YouTube, Tony Mantor. I've got my channel there. Um, pretty much any any social media, I'm out there. Uh, they can look me up on the internet, see what I'm doing. Um, I'm just uh, trying to be as exposed as I can so that I can help people and, and hopefully make a difference. Thank you so much. I really appreciate for you uh, that you have come on the show and sitting down to talk to me about your song and being able to give your insight on, you know, autism. It's just the industry itself, um, your career, um, inspiration, so forth. And I really, really appreciate this so much. Oh, I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. And what I'll do is now I'm going to leave the, the world with your song and I'll play that one. But until next time, world, Stay tuned to the next episode of Phenomenal Disabilities with Tree Low. Till next time, see ya. There's a mountain wide and high. It reaches halfway to the sky In my heart I know That I'm supposed to climb Well, the fears down in my soul Tell me I might lose control No matter what they say I'm climbing anyway why not me? Why can't I? I'll never know if I don't try. Yeah, I might fail or I might fall. It's just a mountain after.